Hey guys, welcome to Bagden Boardcast, episode number 539. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. We're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being the Weekend Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is the list, the comic books that we are looking forward to coming out October 25th. 2023? Yep. Yes. <laughs> It's been 10 months of it. I don't know why you had to pause. Or is that for comedic effect? It's fun. Okay. That's fun. (laughs) And then we followed up with our weekly rotating main topic. And this week, it's time for our Halloween die-in. We're going to be talking about the three horror or monster universes that we would want to live in. Yeah. Sounds ready Resident Scaredy Cat. If I have to think about this, I got to go in a little drunk. So let's uh, kick it off with some beer like we always do. Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, this past weekend was my birthday. And on my birthday, Sideward Brewing here in Orlando, Florida, had a triple can release. So all the beers I am drinking and the shirt I am wearing came from my visit to Sideward, um, which I should have known is going to be busy because, first of all, it's a Saturday Second, it was a can release. Uh, so I just went to be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to buy some beers. I'll get the new shirt that they put out. I'll sit there. I'll, yeah. I'll get lunch. I'll eat a sandwich. I'll read some comic books. Uh, it was super busy. And I was like, all right. As soon as I finished eating my sandwich, uh, I was like, I'm getting out of here just because I didn't didn't want to hang out. It was, it was not my scene, so to speak. But this beer is my scene because I'm starting off with their goat snacks. Mm. This is a Weizenbach style. Uh, I don't think it has the ABV on here, but that doesn't matter. Um, I think it's been a while since I've had a Weizenbach because I don't remember them being so delicious. Uh, well, it is delicious, but it, it's much more like a, a farmhouse Bach because it's hitting that kind of like Belgian-y like yeast, like that spiciness, like that kind of banana bready, clovey. That's, a, that's which, a, which is really good, but then it has that kind of nice. Beer. That nice uh, malty uh, sweet on the back end of it. So, yeah, I uh, I have no issues with having picked up a four-pack of this, and I look forward to drinking more of them. Paul, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, from a brewery I haven't really heard of uh, before. Uh, this is uh, Prison City Brewery. See, see I knew he was going to do it. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> this is brewed in uh, Auburn, New York. I'm not sure where they are. But uh, – I'm, this is their Mass Riot. This is their New England IPA. This is 6.8% by volume. And this is one of those nice, easy-drinking, but full-flavor New England-style IPAs. It comes out in with a little bite at the back end. And uh, not super, like, it's. I wouldn't call this a juice bomb. But it's got a nice, juicy front. But uh, it got a nice bitter on the back. Yeah, it's, uh, that's one of my favorite beers from them. John, have you tried this? I have. So right. I have. Yeah. Oh. I have quite a few times. Uh, I really like that beer. I, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's one that I'm happy to go back to. And then the variations that they do, the double dry hopped is good. Um, they do um, Riot in Vermont. They do uh, Riot Down Under, which is with uh, New Zealand hops. So, yeah, they do some good variations. I think it's a I haven't had any variations, but I think this one is very similar to like too juicy from two roads. Okay, 
I, I, I feel like it's very similar. Like I want to know, I think I would like to do a blind taste test between those two. Ba- or have them back to back, you know, and see if yeah. I'm just remembering too juicy differently. I feel like it's a little juicier version of like Fiddlehead. Mm. Okay. I do like Fiddlehead as well. Because it does have a juiciness to it, but it still has like a little, it's got a little bitter. It gets a bitter bite. Yeah. It's a nice beer. I, I really like it. Um, John, and he likes a beer that you're drinking now, though. You got to wait yeah. until we throw it to you, John. Um, I there do. It's out of the same area, Paul, from Aurora Beer Works. Or, I'm sorry, Aurora Brewing Company. Uh, I have their. Uh, sorry, I was trying to look where it's it is very close to Prison City, Aurora Brewing. Um, I have their La Crema. This is a cream ale from them. If everyone remembers last I week. I don't remember anything. Last week I had Prison City's cream ale and I thought it was excellent. Oh, I, I do remember that. This is good, but it's not like. Um, it's just kind of a beer where the uh, Prison City was like, oh, man, this is great. And what was funny is when I went the next time I went to work, uh, one of the guys at work was like. You were talking about cream ales. I picked up that Prison City. It was excellent. I drank all four cans in one night. I passed out, but I drank all four cans. They were so good. Um, but yeah, this is good. Aurora beer. Other, I've had other other beers. I think that uh, very good beers. But uh, what about news, guys? Did we we don't have too much, do we? Yeah, there's not a lot of news. Um, biggest thing that popped up kind of on my news radar this week was wizards of the coast the company responsible for making magic the gathering uh, put out a little bit of a teaser video that they're going to be collaborating with the fine folks over at marvel for an upcoming tentpole uh universes beyond set and universes beyond is a line of magic the gathering cards that they've been doing for the past couple years now where they're taking well-known and much beloved fan favorite properties and adapting them into the Magic the Gathering rule set. Um, they've done stuff with Stranger Things. They just recently released a uh, Doctor Who set. A couple months ago, there was a Lord of the Rings set. Uh, they also just recently announced uh, Jurassic Park uh, secret layer set coming out. Uh, so if you're fans of any of those IPs and you're a fan of Magic the Gathering, it's like Peanut butter and chocolate for you. Uh, with Marvel being a tentpole set, it looks like there's going to be multiple like releases available for this. So it's not just going to be commander decks. It's not just going to be like booster packs. It looks like it's going to be falling <laughs> underneath all of their like publishing imprint umbrella. So you can look forward to seeing a lot of different cards coming out for this. Uh, no word if it's going to be based off of the movies or the comics. I'm leaning more towards the comics, I think, because that gives them a little bit more design <coughs> space to play with. But this is definitely something that I'm looking forward to. And I'm a lot more likely to buy a Marvel Magic the Gathering set than I am just a Marvel trading card game, if that makes sense. What if um, there was a Marvel Smash Up edition? Or a uh... There, there is. I've, I've never played it, but this is the same thing. Like, I bought a 
not like a booster box, but one of their like bundle boxes. Mm-hmm. Actually, I bought two of them of the Lord of the Rings sets because um, they had just like a regular one oh. and then they had a collector's one. Because I love Lord of the Rings, I love Magic the Gathering. It was the first time I actually got mm-hmm. Yanni to sit down and play Magic the Gathering with me because it was Lord of the Rings themed, mm-hmm. and she had a uh, Aragorn and Arwen themed deck that she was playing with. She did win one game on her own, and she swears up and down that I let her win. I did not. But just the fact that I've been trying to talk her into playing for years, and it was finally like the Lord of the Rings set that got her. Like, oh, oh there's Lord of the Rings? Oh, yep. okay. I think it's great for getting eyes on a game like this, and it's going to bring people in. And the fact that Magic's been around for 30 years now, if you're a nerd, you've probably played it at some point, so there's really not a big barrier to entry to it because they've figured out what works. They know how to get the cards in people's hands, and they know how to streamline it and make it accessible. That's probably the biggest thing right now as uh, somebody that was trying to get into Lorcana, that <clears> yeah, <throat> they can get the cards into people's hands. Because yeah. Lorcana is having a hard time with it. See, I'm just glad, like, I I locked in at my comic book store. I pre-ordered everything that, well, almost everything I wanted to get, because I ordered a booster box, I ordered the Illumineers Trove, and I was going to try to pre-order the Starter Decks 2, but they couldn't, like, commit to me getting one of each. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like one of those, like, well, we can put you down for three, but there's no separate SKUs for them, so whoever, like, mm. walked into the store and was like, hey, give me three of them if they wanted three of the same like you would basically just get to pick whatever they had left over so i was like all right that's fine i'll i'll pick them later didn't get to until they popped up on uh shop disney yeah but luckily i was able to get all three of them there you know what two of the starter decks i'm a night owl i was able to stay up but yeah um i set an alarm it woke me up and then i ordered I, i did the same thing i set an alarm for like 10 minutes before they were going just in case i didn't uh didn't like stay up and then I was able to like lock into it. But is this something you guys would be interested in? Like if I came up to Buffalo and we had like a Marvel magic, like booster draft or like sealed thing. Um, I probably would be more inclined to pick this up to try to play with like Grayson in a year or two. Cause I know he'd probably be more inclined to do it with superheroes than, all the other versions of magic that I do, like I do have somewhere in a box somewhere. So it would be something that I would think about picking up. And I Has probably you watched could Doctor Who yet? Fun. Do you think you could get him into? Uh... No, but he's got a bunch of poke. He's got Pokemon cards because they were giving them away in Happy Meals. And my dad, one day a week, picks them up from school and takes them to get a Happy Meal <laughs> every week. Um so he's got a bunch of magic card or uh, Pokemon cards, and I was like, "Oh man, do I? What do I have to do to find, figure out how to play this game?" And I was looking at it's, stuff, and I it's, was, "It's simple. It's easy." Yeah, <laughs> I, and I was like, "Because I picked up, I picked up uh, just see like a versus pack, just so I can play with my nephews if they want to play, like you know." And I'm like, "Oh, I'll play with. Oh, you have a deck that's built." cool, I have this deck that's already built for me. Oh, you don't have a deck that's built? We'll just play against these two. 
yeah. you, you pick who you want. Like, because there's the Paul, whole, like, Paul's like, characters. oh, I just bought this. I know Paul is net decking Pokemon. So when his nephews <laughs> come over, he's like, I'm the master. Like, he slams <laughs> everything down. <laughs> he's uh, not uh, denying it. So, uh, oh, what do you think? What do you think you're going to do? Oh, you played a Psyduck. <laughs> Well, my Raichu is going to destroy you. It's like that scene in Grandma's Boy. It's like, high score, is that good? Did I break it? <laughs> uh, Paul, you had some news. Uh, yeah, I did. Really, you know, with the, uh... Behind the scenes stuff. Paul was like, oh, I can talk about this, but I don't have anything to say about it. <laughs> yeah. It's just the uh, writer strike is now over, guys. Writer strike is now over. Uh, yeah, but I bet those actors, actors can't wait to get back to work. Oh, they're oh. still on strike. Weird stuff them. with Halloween costumes, but whatever. Um, Mission Impossible. But so studios are still delaying films. Uh, films are not uh, in production again because the actors are on strike. Uh, and the video game actors might go on strike soon too. There's a there's a uh, pending pending stuff. So. Uh, Mission Impossible 8, which I'm excited about, Dead Reckoning Part 2, it has been delayed, and they also announced that they're no longer going to call it Dead Reckoning Part 2. So it's going to get a new title. The Reckoning of the delayed. Dead Part 1. Ooh. It's going to be delayed to 2025. So It was in production before the writer strike started. Okay. And then they, they I, you know, put it all on hold. I've talked about it before. I'm not a Mission Impossible fan. I saw the first one and then four. Ghost. Ghost Protocol. Yes. Yeah. Ghost Protocol. Um, My question was going to be, did they film Dead Reckoning and now not Dead Reckoning Part 2, like back to back? Was it done like what they did? What uh, McQuarrie, uh, Christopher McQuarrie and. Oh my goodness! Why can't I think of Tom, Tom Cruise's name? Tom Cruise. What they do <laughs> is they say, come up. I don't know with, who else is in charge of this movie, but it's Tom Cruise. They basically come up with the big stunt that they want to do for the movie, and they film that first, and then they film the other big stunts they want to do for the movie, and then they fill in all the writing. Just in case, just in case he dies. Yeah, kind of in case he dies, and also because they're like, well, that's what it is. This 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 is a set. This movie is here to provide these huge set piece moments. Everything needs to be in service to get the characters to this point where we're doing this big action. You would stunt. think that it's part one and they're doing part two, that part two would be somewhat written? Should be figured out. <laughs> it should be figured out, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. That seems like you want the mission to be possible. This is mission impossible. Let's make it harder. Let's not have it written. Do it live. <laughs> yeah, we do it live. What, you want some also, AI controlling everything, John? Just like the villain in Mission oh, Impossible? Also, like mission impossible. also, this movie was filmed like years ago. Like, weren't they filming this during, during COVID? COVID. And it got postponed. So shouldn't they have like the other one done? Right? These are strange times you live in, John. I can't I can't give you all the answers. I can only ask the questions alongside you. 
<laughs> but yes, it seems like there should have been at least some more movement on that, I would assume. Yeah. I'm not sure how much has been filmed, what has to be filmed still. Um, but also a lot of movies are going to be pushed back because they have noticed that without the actors going in and like talking up the movies on late night shows, like the movies haven't been doing well or as well as they thought they would. See, that's that's crazy to me. And Paul, I'm glad you brought this up because, hey, we, oh, we can I still think keep we talking. had anything to say yeah. about it. I have never gone to a movie because I saw an actor appear on a late night show and been like, ooh, give me that 15 second clip of you giving like one line. You know what? You got you got my I ticket. Money. Like, but I want it, to go it, see. Are there people that like, what's this Mission Impossible thing? Yeah, I, I better I better Chris. stay tuned to Jimmy Kimmel. Shut up, Paul's gonna tell you when he's done it. I was not interested in seeing uh what. It's Bad Bro- Big Brother or something. It's the Paul Rudd movie with uh, the kid from uh, the ru- Runaround or or in um, oh, American Pie. Uh, Sean. Um, the Rundown. Sean. Sean Murray yeah. Scott or whatever. Sean yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, role models. Role models. That's it. The, but they're like Big Brothers or whatever. But yeah, role models. Wasn't interested. And then I saw Paul Rudd go on. Uh, Conan O'Brien and show a clip from he that showed movie. the same clip that he shows for everything. And I was like so excited to see that movie. So, but Paul, it was a, I would a argue, clip from Mac and me. Paul, I would argue that should not have had any effect on you because you didn't see a clip of the movie. If anything, you should have been. Oh, I see what this I was Mac, and to see Mac and me. No, but he, but uh, I oh, think that's, Blur, that's what he's saying. Like we went to go see Mac and me at the uh, two dollar theater yeah. down the street. Okay. Uh, but also, I think that just says something about Paul Rudd that you saw him in a talk show. It was like, I'll see Paul Rudd's movie. <laughs> Paul was sitting there like, he comes out, elbows on the table. Hands he's just like using oh, a boy. t-shirt cannon. He throw, he's throwing out t-shirts. He's having a fun time with it. And Paul was like, you son of a bitch. I'm in. I'm in. My name's Paul, too, but he's the complete opposite of me. <laughs> he has fun with things. Uh, but the, it's crazy to think that there probably are people that, yeah. I mean, we're in the bubble. Like, you know, to quote a DCism, we're in, we're in the fandom. We, I don't need that level of marketing. Like, I have not watched a... Every time, Paul. Every time. Every time. I have not watched Before like, we a start late a recording forever. Before we started recording, Kate's like, have fun recording the show. And I'm like, oh, well, well, and we'll say bless you when he starts sneezing. That's <laughs> <laughs> your time. It happens. But What's, what we don't know is that she's in the other room just taking pinches of pepper and putting up up her nose <laughs> so she sneezes during the show. She's like, this is my legacy. This hey. is my legacy. <laughs> hey. She has to wean off the cocaine somehow. So... So she's pepper. Makes me feel alive. <laughs> Anyways, you guys got another beer? Or you want to get into the comic books? I I, I do want to say this. Deck. Oh, go go ahead. Like, like, shows were like the place to see like trailers for the longest time, or like at least hear. And about then these it all changed in 1998 when internet. the internet happened. There's, yeah, there's, if you were getting no the CDs out of the 
Like, honestly, I... Everybody was getting the CDs. Yeah, you could not escape those CDs. My grandmother never had a computer and she got the CDs. But I don't... It's just bizarre. Like, outside of clips that pop up on social media now, I late-night TV is not a thing to me. So where do you get your movie news? Like, if you weren't doing this podcast and, like, looking it up, where would you run across trailers? Would it just be... Oh, it... Just social media, like YouTube, YouTube Instagram, like I could say Facebook. I don't really go on Facebook, but as soon as something's available, like I get the Instagram, like, oh, boom, 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 just release trailer for whatever. And like yeah. it like autoplays or like Instagram or not Instagram, YouTube. Like when I put on one of my videos about whatever I'm watching, you get the like the ad, but then it's like, oh. You can skip it after 10 seconds, but if you let it go, it plays, like, the whole movie trailer. Uh, that's how I saw the trailer for I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, Thanksgiving. I saw that today, and I'm like, that, okay, that looks cool. It's, it's um, a movie called Thanksgiving? Yes. Yeah, it, it's uh, Eli Roth. It's, he's, it's based off of his um, Grindhouse trailer. For the movie. Okay, I'll, I'll send that to Paul, too. From, from the movie, the trailer. Guys, yeah, I get my trailers from you. So, do you remember when you we went to cultivate go see, Paul, do you remember when we went to go see the movie Grindhouse? Paul wasn't there. It was just you and me. Because we went to the Regal on Transit, and, like, it was you being, like, two other dudes in the theater. Like, that was it. We also went at, like, 10 o'clock at night, so it was super late. Yeah. I feel like we've made Paul watch that, though. Never no? seen Grindhouse. No. Though well, it has Rose McGowan in it with a machine gun leg. Yeah, Planet Terror. Robert Rodriguez, amazing. Uh, but anyways, in the middle between those movies, they had a bunch of people make fake trailers, and he made a one called Thanksgiving, and that was made of. It's a horror slasher movie that takes place at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hmm. It's, yeah a it's a real it's movie cool. now. It's a real movie now. Rob. Robert Rodriguez did the same thing with uh, Machete. I would uh, Rob seen... Zombie did like Werewolf Women of the Women. SS. Yep. There's another one too. I can't remember Edgar, who did it. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright did one. It was like a haunted house one. I would never have seen the uh, Craven the Hunter uh, trailer if it wasn't for you guys. So <laughs> I don't forgive you for that. Hey, it happens. I used to go on IMDb because on their home screen, you'd they'd have like all the new trailers of the week and I'd scroll through and I'd watch them and they change. They kept changing it up how they do it. And it you have to like search for trailers now, which I think is stupid. Um, I'm assuming that might be because Amazon owns IMDb, so they don't want to like promote too much outside stuff. Stupid. But Paul. What's not yeah. stupid? Your beer? Are we going to do a second beer already? All right. Oh uh, yeah. No, this beer, John. You you uh. I asked. I was like, do you have another beer, or do you want to get into the comics? I start. And I, nobody I, answered. So I needed to are. talk about the news a little bit more so I could open up this beer. So I could. I had a long con. Uh, and I think that's what John's trying to pull on me because I'm drinking the jamberry beret. Fruit sour, five point four percent alcohol by uh, by volume. Also by Prison City Beer, and this is a nice kind of a grapey 
sour. It's not bad. Um, it's a decent sour. I'm not the. I do. There was a phase that I was going through where I'm like, oh yeah, sours. I'm gonna have a sour. They were lower ABV. They're a little, you know, they got a nice little flavor to them, but they won't knock me out. That's when I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna be a sour guy. And then quickly burned out of that face because <clears throat> the 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 big acidy bite that it has kind of wears on you if you if you have too many of them like or if you're, that's what you're drinking I, I i don't know if it's um sustainable you know to drink nothing but sours uh, I, I don't feel like it's I'm, not but no i i trust me i know some beer reps who are like especially like the thin man beer rep was like I cannot drink another Minky Boodle. Like, it touches my tongue, and I have instant <laughs> indigestion. Like, I cannot yeah. drink it. But also, like, <clears> like the thing, because Yanni loves sours, but now she's also learning, like, there's different types of sours. It depends on how it's actually brewed, because if it's something in Berlin or Weiss, not really, yeah. like, a sour sour, That's she loves I'm... those. But, like, she'll mm-hmm. buy, a, like, a sour ale, and then she takes a sip of it and she's like, mm, no. And I'm like, oh, okay, we could, well, this is like like a funky kind of sour ale. Like this is mm-hmm. all done like actually in the brewery. Like this is the yeast profile on it. Like, yeah, the farmhouse if sours. If you're expecting it to be like a sour cherry, like mm-hmm. sour cherry warhead, like sour, and you get like a funky, like uh, you said grape, like. Mm-hmm. Like a funky grape, sorry. I'm like, no, like that's that's gonna kind of put you off. Because when you said grape, do you mean like kind of like fake? It, it doesn't. Candy it, grape it's not. Or? Yeah, it's like an artificial grape, but it's uh, fruited with blackberry, blueberry, and lingonberry. So there's oh. no, there's no. I know what lingonberries it. are because I go to IKEA every like, IKEA. couple of weeks. They're great. And you know what? That's probably where I'm getting a little bit of the grapey, because lingonberry is a little grapey to me. At least mm. on my palate. So, uh, I don't think this is bad. If I'm going to drink a sour in this style, where it's that kind of big acidy bite, I'd rather have a Mickey Boodle, just because I like that raspberry tartness from the Mickey Boodle more than this. But it's it's not it's it's solid, it's decent. Uh, maybe as I drink more of it, I'll like it more. I'll see. I'll see if I can get some of the blackberry and blueberry because I'm a blueberry boy. It's my favorite berry. This I'm going to pick up like one of those uh, snack packs, you know, snack pies. If they have a blueberry, picking that up every time. I, <laughs> nothing to do with anything. Anytime I'm in the mood for one of those, I try to rotate flavors because I feel like mm-hmm. every time I have one, it's been like a few months since I had one. And I'm like, yeah. I think I had lemon last time. Maybe I, I get cherry. And then like a couple months later, I'm like, lemon salad. Oh, I had, lemon maybe salad. I had apple so i'll get chocolate because i never remember i never go with chocolate. i do love i never go with oh the chocolate's the unsung hero every time i get it it does deliver oh it, it's just pudding in a crust it's, it's delicious yeah that's why i don't get yeah. it i'm like i need i need I love chocolate blackberry i, I was driving home from work the other day and i was like man i could really go for some chocolate pudding he's not the chinese buffet <laughs> right i went to what was it uh was it ponderosa that had like the um 
Ice salad bar effect. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ice cream bar. Like, yeah. We you spent like we $8 went, on a steak and you had like extra $2 would get you the buffet. Yeah. We went there one time. I was a teenager and they had the chocolate pudding. And then mm-hmm. right next to it, I thought it was vanilla pudding. So I grabbed the chocolate pudding and then I grabbed that and I got to the table and the waitress was like, sir, that's a lot of butter. And I was like, what? <laughs> I thought it was pudding. And she's like, no, that's whipped butter. It looked exactly pre- like the pudding. He then proceeded to make eye contact with the server. And, then and just I did it. take a bite. I did take a bite. I was like, really? And I took a bite. <laughs> You're like, you guys, use too much butter in your pudding. <laughs> and years later, he's on cholesterol medication with people. Would you believe it? Would you believe it? <laughs> I'm going to jump in here because uh, I want to talk about my beer because I'm also. Whoa, 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 Chris. Whoa, 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 whoa. We, we always throw it to people. So, Chris. Right. Yeah, Chris. Well, that's why I said I'm going to jump in. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting the line because uh, from Sideburn, I'm drinking their Dream Beach. And this is a Brazilian lemonade style sour ale. And I looked up what a Brazilian lemonade is because I do not know. Made and it's with limes. It's made with limes, uh, sugar, condensed milk, and water. Um, do you guys remember years ago when – I can't remember if I brought it yes. when I – Yes. The, yes, uh, I remember. The lime – the lime sour that I had from Sideward. I can't remember if I sent it or if I brought it. I think you said it. It was good. It was Chris very Herb, limey. We drank it together when we did um, online game night with uh, the Jack and Box with all the friends. That's right. Song. Yes. Uh, it was like the we super limey one of those. I'd be down. I, I like Jackbox stuff. Um, this is very reminiscent of that, except the limes definitely dialed down a bit. It does still have like a big lime tart on it, but I think a lot of that is kind of leveled off. Um, since Brazilian lemonade does have condensed milk in it, I'm guessing they're brewing this with lactose. Like, lactose too. It doesn't say anything on the can. Um, I probably should have looked that up first, but I did not because I wasn't aware of what Brazilian lemonade was until I took a sip and I was like, "Ooh, that's tart." Uh, it's made it's with limes. Definitely made with limes. Um, but I think it probably is brewed with lactose, which is definitely leveling it off a little bit because it's not as like super super abrasively tart as the um i I forget what they call that line of beers that they do it's like crooked teeth or something teeth brace face brace face that's what it's called i drink my sideward beers i know um it's not to that level so this is much more approachable but if you're not into tart stuff, this would probably turn you off. Um, Yanni had one the other night, and she was not a fan of it. Um, it's just finding out what you like for sours, I guess. Yeah. John, are you drinking a sour? No, I am Boo! drinking. Well, I didn't have any sours. I'm drinking from Aurora Brewing Company. You already had something from them. Ooh. 6.8%. It's not uh, like he wor- doesn't work at a beer store either. <laughs> I know I said I had a sour when we were talking about yeah. beers. Yeah. After, you, after you said what you had. After I said what I had. You, you could have grabbed something else. 
Anyway, everyone boo this. <laughs> Uh, I'm hey, John, drinking fresh. You. Thanks, Paul. I didn't think that would cause you to stop loving me. I did. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm drinking fresh to death New England IPA, double dry hopped with Citra and Mosaic. Um, really nice drinking IPA. Super smooth. Really nice soft mouth feel. Um, but it has like the mosaic and that citra giving it kind of a dankness, um, which is nice, but I keep burping up. I just keep burping up like hop dankness, uh, from it. Um, but actually really nice. It's a, it's a nice drinking beer. It's not like knock down the doors. You got to have this, but if you're an IPA fan and just somebody gave you this can, you would be content and happy with it. Chris, do you believe this guy over here? This John guy? He doesn't bring no, that's why, that's Then when I'm drinking an IPA, he's like, nah, I'm good. I'm drinking free mail. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just like, whatever. Oh, he just good. does what he, he wants, got, man. He got up to leave. Good. He just does what he wants. <laughs> you know, I'm glad he's gone. Because now, Paul, you can tell me about the yeah. comic book that you're looking forward to coming out this week, October 25th. Well, guess what? Uh, last week, I picked The Flash. With Jay Garrick, The Flash. This week, believe it or not, I'm picking up Alan Scott, Green Lantern number one. I could That's believe right. it. You know why? Because you, you told me what you were told you before already. It's, they're bringing it back the GSA. Um, slowly From but surely here. From finest liquids, I have their <laughs> Elderberry Gose. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things that John's ever done on the podcast. <laughs> Like, he wasn't looking for another reason to drink. Yeah. Um, so we this is two of them. a lot more of that. He gave himself acidic, two as well. Acidic tart. Uh, this is nice. The elderberry is giving you that kind of, like, like sticky or feels like your throat's sticking together in the back of your throat. It's not the best. Mm. Okay. Uh, but I didn't want to drink this because I didn't like it. But now I've opened it to have on the show as a sour. Mm, I, hope, I hope you learned your lesson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now I this does push the question. Because we, we, John and I, we, we learned that uh, Treehouse, excellent IPAs, top notch. They're sours and fruity beers, not that great. No, they're lagered beers. Lagered beer. I don't think I, when we got the sours, I like I when I went there, I'm like, dude, I'm going to stay away from that. I'm going to stay away from sours. I'm going to stay away from anything other than <clears throat> just their IPAs. No, I, I've had and enjoyed their sours. Okay. Sorry, Paul. Like, sorry. No, no, no. We, okay. No, we, no. When, we bought, when we bought that thing, yeah. when we went in with Greg and mm-hmm. Ed. We had their cream ale, which was awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, some lager. The Raven, which wasn't good, which was their black. Like black their, IP, black their black IPA, it was okay. It was the better out of the three lagered beers that we had. Mm-hmm. Like the two lagered beers and that that we drank that night. Um, yeah, I would totally 100% steer clear of Trillium's lagered beer. No, 
Treehouse. Treehouse. Lager beer. Then there's Prison City, which I'm drinking now, and you're like, mm, their sour wasn't that great. But you really like their IPAs. Uh, and and their, Chris, I gave you one of their black IPAs, the one with Darth yeah, Vader on the front. Fantastic. Or black, lo- black lager. Uh, that one's really good. Um, the cream ale I had, they have Crispy Boy, which is a lager that's really good. Like John, all of so Crispy Boy. Hey, thank you. Um, <clears throat> Prison City is definitely one of those ones where all around, I think they make a really good beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think my can might have been infected uh, from um, of the beret. OK, um, at, like jogging my memory of like why I didn't like it. I started thinking when you were drinking it and I was like, oh, I think it was bad. Like it was just was bad. Yeah, um, I would. I would put it with Mickey Boodle. See, the one I, like I the had was undrinkable like vinegar. Mm-hmm. No. So but also. I do like a vinaigrette. I will drink pickle juice straight. I yes. different it's different when that vinegar is like in a beer and there are some like um and I had Bel- a pickleback the Belgian I've, I've um, never done a pickleback but I love pickles so the Belgian beer Duchess to me is like it tastes like the vinegar you're dying your Easter eggs in like it's that kind of a vinegariness to it and I love that beer but then I thought that, you were going to say you love drinking the dye from your uh, Easter eggs. Oh, it makes my teeth well, so That's how I get my great. teeth so cool. Like, John, John's I draw favorite brewery I draw pictures on them, and then I drink huh? the, the thing. How else will uh, the Easter Bunny leave you candy? Yeah. Where is it going to know where to poop? Okay, so yeah, so my theory, I was coming in with the theory. Saying, I want you to start a new tradition. Grayson gets an Easter basket. You leave cocoa, uh, cocoa, uh, not cocoa pebbles, cocoa, cocoa puffs, cocoa, cocoa puffs. puffs. Do they still make cocoa puffs? I think they do. Yes. You, you leave a trail of cocoa puffs to lead Grayson to the basket. And then you just you just start popping them in your mouth. And then when he looks at you like, Dad, what are you doing? You smile with your Easter egg teeth. <laughs> uh, sure. Confuse the hell out of him. Keep him guessing. Uh, yeah, he's he's John's kid. He's already <laughs> confused as hell. And he's already kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> I saw a picture of that turkey in the bathtub. I know it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll cut that out, guys. Boys, November 4th, <laughs> smoking a turkey. Hey, nice. All right, hey, all right. Yep. Kate's going to be out a uh, baby shower, getting a turkey, smoking it. Nice. I wanted to do it last year, ran out of time, just didn't do it. This year, I got a date, I got a time, got a plan, spatchcocking it, doing it. Oh, you're going to spatchcock it. I think it's the best way. So to Alan it. Scott. <laughs> yeah, Wait, you, don't wanna, you don't want to. You don't want a barbecue boys in the middle of a, a show. Oh, no, I, I can't be a part of it. That's my thing. <laughs> no, you come in at the end and ask uh, yeah. uh, what we're talking Go get about. Another beer. <laughs> I just did. I'm still pouring it out. All right, got. Yeah, Alan Scott, uh, GSA is coming back. 
I don't really care what the story is. I'm just happy that he's back. I'm going to buy the book. I'll figure out what's going to happen. How'd then. you like the Jay Garrick book? Haven't read it yet. <laughs> Come on, John. It's not. We're not. What's what's week episode is this? Are we doing a look back? I haven't <laughs> read the book yet. Then. Come on. Come Did on. you buy it yet? Not sure. <laughs> okay, probably not. That's okay. I haven't okay. bought my comics the last two weeks either, so it happens. We're on vacation. Chris, what are you? I, what that's are you? more reason why I should have. And I thought about it, but I was like, oh, let's just go tomorrow. And then tomorrow would come, and I'd be like, eh, I just want to play Diablo today. Um, no, but Paul, talk about Alan Scott. Like, besides just. No, he's a uh, legacy buy, GSA. You do not buy Green Lantern books normally. Yeah, normally uh, I was. You know, when it was Sinestro Core and when it was Green Lantern Core, that whole line. I was in. Then uh, Hell Jordan Rebirth happened, and that was okay because we had Green Lantern Corps still going. Sinestro Corps War, good. And then once they introduced all the other lanterns, that's when it started bogging down for me after the war. Oh, that's when, that's when war got, it had me. It, it bogged down because then we're introducing <laughs> all these other characters, you know, just a, a universe full of characters. Like it, it, it could survive on its own. And I think, you know, as its own universe, uh, you know, outside of DC, that's how many characters were being introduced. And it, it bogged out just for me, you know, that's on me. Uh, so I kind of liked a more like stripped down version of like, Hey, we're police, we're, we're space cops. Alan Scott has always been an elder statesman. Like he's seen it all kind of like, yeah, Rook, this is, you know, you're going to run into this stuff. This book has me a little worried because it ha- mentions Red Lantern right away. And I'm like, oh, come on. Also, it seems. The hands meet money. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh, this is this is also going to be uh, on my list. It's not my pick for the list, but this is a book that I'm like amped up for, too. Also, there's, they seem to like they're hinting at, but they're not saying it right in the solicitation that they're going to deal with him being, you know, a. Uh, a, a, a non-straight character, a gay character, it seems like, because we don't know about his uh, his personal life is a well-kept secret. And I'm like, OK, cool. Like, that's, that's fine. That's fine, because yeah. that was one of my questions about this. Is this the like Earth 2 Alan Scott that we had? I can't remember who who did that series. Um, but it was like that look at the like the classic characters mm-hmm. or what if this was like the main line DCU. This- like. You know, Father of Obsidian and Jade. But this seems more in line like that Earth 2 Alan Scott, yeah, which is cool. That, that guy is, was a badass. This is saying it's Earth Earth Zero, Earth Prime. Uh, supporting characters on League of Comic Book Geeks oh. is J. Edgar Hoover. It's <laughs> one of the supporting characters. So I'm kind of interested in it to see if it's, like, going to go back in time and talk about, like, I like the legacy that DC established. Like when I came into enjoying DC, that there were these elder statesmen, people that existed back in the, you know, thirties, forties and fifties, then got like trapped in time and then came back to when I was reading them. And they're like, Hey, yeah, we've, we've had our big fights. Well, we know uh, how to survive this stuff. Paul, J. Edgar Hoover, listed <clears throat> as a supporting character, Red Lantern coming in. Do you think this is going to be related to the Red Scare? 
Ooh, ooh, no, I would think okay. that if it was McCarthy. But maybe he's maybe he's just not listening to the solicitation. And also, uh, that a uh, red scare would make me think more Yellow Lantern because scare. Mm. Fear. The fear. So, Paul, I see you don't have a book yet for your October uh, 2023 look back. Is it going to be this or is it going to be Jay Garrick? Well, we'll have to, or do you need to, to find out. Your books first. <clears throat> John, you have your phone open and in front of you. What yeah. book are you looking forward to? Uh, from Image Comics, I'm looking forward to Paladin of Axes, number one. Uh, this is written by Jerry Duggan, who's a writer who I have a lot of fun with uh, his books. And this uh, follows a character called Hector Smalley, who is a guitar tech known as the Paladin of Axes, uh, who's working for the biggest rock band when the whole band is killed in a plane crash. Uh, and <clears throat> in the afterlife, the guitar tech has to fight demons away and try to save the band uh equal parts evil dead and time bandits it's a horror comedy book uh looking forward to it i really do enjoy uh jerry duggan's writing he's he's a lot of fun so he died in the plane crash with the band then. yes okay but in hell I've, he's still supporting them he's still yeah. a guitar tech and he's a paladin of axes. And if he's anything like any paladin I've ever played, he rolls constant once. <laughs> uh, so I was going to ask this over a text message once you had sent your book over, but I figured, you know, conversation for the show, always record. I'm surprised you picked this. Oh, I just spilled beer on my playmat. Um, I'm surprised you picked this in, uh, over the James Tinian Dracula book coming out. Oh, you know what? Didn't see that. No, um... It's coming out from Image. It's part of the Skybound line. It is James Simeon the Fourth, and then uh, Martin Simmons on art, um, like a retelling of the original Dracula mm. story. And like uh, Skybound's gonna be doing this with all the like Universal monsters, like the Frankenstein mummy, like a Guild Kate, Man. Kim and I love playing Horrified during this time of year. It's a great board game. It's a cooperative board game. You you basically play as uh, people in the village that are basically fighting back the universal monsters and you can pick who you want to play against great game and mm -hmm. kate and i both agree that we like playing against uh frankenstein the frankenstein's monster and the bride uh but they're also two of the hardest monsters they are <laughs> like hardest monster because they, they are one monster they play it but there's two different you know, pieces on the board. Could you play as against like one of them, or do they have to go together? They have to go. Yeah, they okay. they always play as a pair because how you defeat them is basically you have to help them fall in love. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I was trying to think of a joke well, to make because there's one there. I just could not get yeah. it in that like. Basically, seconds. you gotta have you, you have to teach uh Frankenstein like like empathy. And her, like, human, you got to basically teach them how to be human. And then when they meet up, they basically then go away. They, like, leave the village and go away and live happily ever after. But before that, they, like, just fight and destroy the town. And, like, bad things happen. And then 
no, you, you lose. Uh, uh, this is a game I would be very much interested in checking out next time Horrifying. I come up. Yeah. So, sounds kind of okay. cool. Now, Paul, when you play this, have you taken any pointers away of, like, learning how to be human? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Unfortunately. See, the, the key is you need to sit outside Paul's house with, like, a pitchfork or a torch, and then... <laughs> Like he's gonna start to learn. Like it just depends on like the multiplier of the uh, the game pieces around him that in- inflict the humanity. Uh, so I scrolled past the Dracula book because the cover that they show makes but it look like the it's the it. Well, I saw the Dracula and I saw the cover and I was like, oh, this is like a super cheap like super indie book because it's not a great looking cover. Uh-oh. So I think I scrolled past it because I thought it was. Uh, you know, from a um, very small independent book. Oh, uh, Chris. Yes. Are you picking up a small independent book? I am. Well, it's not a small independent book because it's something that I've talked about a lot on the podcast. We've actually read it for Look Back. I'm actually picking up Radiant Black from Image Comics. Uh, and this is issue number 26, written by Kyle Higgins, uh, art by Eduardo mm-hmm. Ferragato. Uh, Months ago, it came down to it where the two main characters uh, of Radiant Black, Nathan and Marshall, were sharing the Radiant power. Power is not meant to be shared, so it was causing some issues with their power set. And it was actually put out there to the fans, like, who do you want to become the Radiant Black? Because both of the characters in the book are having the conversation like, hey, I need this because of this. And I love the fact that Kyle Higgins like posited it to the readers like, hey, who do you think should get the mantle? Who should just go back to being a normal person? Um, And this issue is actually where that trial starts. The proverbial S is hitting the proverbial F right now. um, And they're being put in this position the shit's hitting the fan. Yeah, but I just wanted to be funny. So it seems I like the shit was hitting the fuck. That's, that's why I thought it was funny. Oh. See, I was taking it as Kyle Higgins is leaving it up to the fans. So he's just basically throwing shit at his own fans. No, he's he's tossing us delicious, delicious crumbs from the Cocoa table. Cocoa Puffs? Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> I casted my vote. It's we'll a good we'll talk about ball. that at some point in the future. But I think it's really cool. Like it harkens back just to that. Hey, should Jason Todd live or die? Vote by phone. And I, I felt important buying this comic book, reading and being invested in these characters enough that I was like, oh, I'm going to scan this QR code and vote for who I think should have the the radiant power. Um, and while there's an attack on Earth going on. The characters themselves need to begin their trials to see who's going to get that mantle. And I think that's that's really cool, and I'm looking forward to it. That's right, listeners. It is important to vote. So remember, coming Election Day, it's coming up soon in November. Uh, remember to register to vote because your voice I, matters I'm, paul can i just jump in here again i know we never do this but can i pick a second yeah. book too what 
Yeah, I just, just real quick. Well, just here's quick. the thing. If anyone else was ever going to pick a second book, you'd be the guy that would shoot them down. But it's me. So is also it gonna allow fair? Because I'm also looking forward to Radiant Black number 26.5 because there's two issues of Radiant Black coming out this week. Uh, one focusing, again, on main character Marshall. The other one focusing on other main character Nathan. Uh, these books are going on concurrently where each one of them is splitting off, going through their trials to see who gets to retain the radiant black power. And that's why I posed it that way. Book you, John. And just remember, November 7th, 2023, get out and vote. I know it's not a presidential election, but you should vote. That's all I'm saying. It's not political. And you you know what else they should do? What? They should listen to a dramatic reading. And now the bag. We don't, we do, don't, we way, don't do it that way, Paul. Jeez. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, hey, how, I, oh, we, we do it. We snobby English guy. Hi English. Classy. Oh, we're doing uh, we're doing uh, masterpiece classy. theater. Masterpiece classy. theater. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hold on, I need to open up the panel so I can so I can read along, just like the listeners can if they go over to our Instagram. And now the Bagden podcast proudly present a dramatic reading. From Hawk Girl, number one, page nine, panel three. Because I've reaped the benefits of a master's in computer engineering. And that was a dramatic reading from Hawk Girl, number one, page nine, panel three. I love that you picked Hot Girl, but the character in the panel is Power Girl. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to and make you did a not like this book. No, it wasn't great. Okay. Because was, I, was, I was also interested in it, much like your pick for this week's look, uh, not look back, this week's list. Like, I saw Hot Girl number one, and I was like, oh, like that could be cool. But I just didn't want to put the money towards it at the time because I had like eight other books coming out that week. This hawk girl, like, couldn't it be bothered by being hawk girl? And I was just so put off by it that I'm like, no, I just, just don't. I just don't. It had other sporting characters like Power Girl in there and other JSA members that I'm like, okay, I should like this book. Why am I not enjoying it? It's because it's, it features a superhero that doesn't like being a superhero. And I, I think that like, reluctant hero. Yeah, I hate it. It, it just it kind of rubs the, me the wrong way. It's like why the I don't Jeff want Spider-Man. Hot Girl that we had like years ago, early two oh. thousands, where it was like she wanted nothing to do with like you know the the legacy. The legacy. She's just yeah. trying to live her life, and I kind of like that because at that same time you had like Hawkman, like Carter's oh. be like, no, we're we're betrothed. Eons have told her story, and she's like, no, yeah, Icky, dude, Icky. <clears throat> know what else is icky? Hmm. Horror movies. <laughs> no, they're great. I thought we were going to talk about our next beer. I have. I don't know if Paul's prepared. I am, though. I am just started. I'm going from a sour to a double IPA. And please the first sip was awful. So, yes, please let me go yeah. last. John, why don't you start off? I don't know if you've started one. Uh, so, I am drinking another beer beer from aurora brewing uh and this is their crispy af new oh, england john I- you're a crispy boy hey thank you uh i didn't mean that as a compliment 
I don't know what it means then. I don't either. This was mean. Just meany today. Sorry. I take it back. I saw Thank me. you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so they're crispy, crisp AF, uh, New England IPA, double dry hopped with Citra and Nelson Savon hops. Um, <clears throat> tastes a lot like the other IPA. Slight difference because of the the uh, Savon hops, the Nelson. But it's kind of one of those things like with other half brewery, a lot of people go like they all kind of taste the same. They just slightly change the hop build of the character and they sell you the same beer in a different can. This I definitely get like this is the same beer. It's all it's six. They're both six point eight percent. And this is just slightly different. It's the same like malt build. IPA build and they're just slightly changing the hops in it. It's not bad. I actually kind of prefer this to the other one, but they are so similar tasting that it feels like I just went from drinking one beer and refilling my glass with another or, or with the same beer. I want to say one of the beers I had when I went to Sideward had like the Nelson Sauvignon hops in it but I, i'm trying to look them up real quick and it's taking me longer than i would hope yeah especially since <sighs> you got to do the next beer that's okay um paul, paul has more time he has to so he, he, needs, he needs he needs time i'm, I'm, I'm prepared i've been paul, drinking it paul, fine. paul if you're not going to a gas station and getting a fruit pie what is your next favorite gas station snack Ooh, i usually go for the um Cheese and cracker oh, combo. Okay. That's not especially I if it's the Paul, um Paul, Paul, the sorry, I'm gonna Paul, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit all of this out. Okay. Okay. Throw it to me. You, you love moon pies. We had a whole thing about yeah, yeah, moon, yeah, pies, moon pies. So yeah, I need you pie. to say something. We had to go about it being a moon pie. Okay. We, I wasn't thinking. We had to go to a restaurant specifically yeah. so Paul could get seven, the moon. The pie. seven cents. Ooh, that moon pie was good though. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna ask the question, and I just need you to be like, oh, a, a moon pie. Okay, and three, two, one. So Paul, like, you can't get a fruit pie. What's your favorite gas station snack? Ooh, give me a double decker moon pie. Ooh, That's well, this right. isn't a double decker moon pie, but from Sideward Brewing, I have their Blood Moon, and this is a strawberry moon pie inspired imperial stout with strawberry, marshmallow, cocoa nibs, and graham crackers. Yep. And this is weird, but I think I like it. Um, again, also, it's called Blood Moon. It's the inspiration behind the shirt that I got because it's a Viking skeleton guy in front of a moon. Um, a Blood Moon. A Blood Moon. I think I I like this, but I need to get a little bit further into it because that's it's like that artificial like Laffy Taffy strawberry that's there. Ooh. But what might work it, better with the marshmallow. It but then it's all that marshmallow and like this like that mm-hmm. like dense, like decadent like chocolate. And like some of the marshmallow, some of the chocolate might also be the like the graham cracker with it. Have you guys had a gas station moon pie? Maybe I don't think so. It's good. It's good. <laughs> 
Paul, that's why Paul, that's why I asked you what your second. I don't. I don't always love moon pies though. So that that spongy marshmallow in it Mm -hmm. isn't always the best. See, I I I like like the spongy marshmallow. See, if I'm gonna go for a dessert type treat Mm -hmm. at, at a gas station, I always go for like the uh um. The wafers with the peanut butter. What are those like Nutty oh, Buddies? Like the Nutty, nutty Buddies. Butter yeah, bars, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Those. That's always my go-to. Oh, that's a good one too. Nutty Buddies aren't for whatever. Those those are like lunch pack. Like kid, you know, the little Debbie treats are associated with like buying the box and like putting one in your lunch pail. Like when you're going up, you know, to high school. So they're not. I don't. Oh, why are you going them. to high school? <laughs> Why are you packing your lunch and going to high schools? Back in the day, when I went to a high school, twenty plus years ago. Yeah. So I associate that more with like my high school lunch than I do with going to the gas station, like driving to a gas station and picking up snacks. So my my rebuttal to this is, I don't normally buy those to have in my house. So when I'm there and I'm like, I kind of want a nice little sweet treat. Oh, hey, look what they got. I never buy these. Perfect. That's and that's what a moon pie is to me, because I never had like there was never a box of moon pies like at the house. Like that was something I discovered afterwards. Nutty Buddies is something I kind of like grew up with. Had in my lunch pail. Lunchbox, lunch bag, whatever. And that's, I guess, what the difference is. Well, no, so when named, I buy, you named three different ways to bring your lunch. Which one did you have? I had a bag, a brown, brown paper, paper bag. bag. Okay, so I just, I just got that. Yeah, that's what so, I. So you, because I used to have a lunchbox. So then I told my mom, no, this is too nerdy. And then we started buying the bags. And now yeah. I'm an adult, and I'm like, no, of course I want like an insulated bag. Yeah, I have an insulated bag now. That's where I keep uh, my peanut also, butter and jelly sandwich. Extra, extra and that's probably drinks. why I don't do a Nutty Buddy bar for lunch, because I already got peanut butter. <laughs> mm, too much peanut butter. Uh, my lunch bag currently is an Encanto Disney-themed bag, because that was the gift for the uh, Remy's Hide and Squeak at the uh, Food and Wine Festival. Mm. Uh, I don't have one, but Caitlin has one, and it looks like the letter uh, Harry gets to tell him he's going to Hogwarts. Cool. Nice. Cool. Paul, have you drank enough of your beer to formulate an opinion? Yeah, Yeah. one more sip. Yeah, one more sip. Because he did all that talking, and we did all that talking, and he's taken two sips. I've been drinking it, but I forgot what it tastes like. Are you drinking it off camera? No. Because I've only seen you take two sips. He took another one, three. I've been, I'm down to here right now. I'm a third of the way in. Um, the first sip, though, after drinking the sour, oof, had to get reacclimated to a uh, double IPA because this is a uh, this is a double IPA. This is eight percent alcohol by volume. This is the Prison City Citra Oasis. This is prob- promising, big citrus vibes, or at least citra hop, and it is delivering it a little bit. Like I'm getting uh, the the uh, pith, the orange pith kind of uh, citrus, which I expect from a citra hop. I think this is good. I think if I started with this, I would like it a lot more. 
Rescuer. I, <laughs> I didn't let you. I know. Because, you know, I tried to be a good podcast co-host and drink the beers that everybody else was drinking. But I put the picture up first. I was the first one. Yeah. And I'm getting relegated to being the bad guy because you guys decided different things. Yeah. Yeah. We all voted. And you lost. November 7th, guys. <laughs> make sure. November 7th. Remember, make sure you're registered and get out of the boat. Uh, this this is probably this is a really good I do have I did buy four packs of each of these. I am very interested to come back to this later. So for my power ranking, oh yeah, that's right. Power Prison City Power Ranking. I'm gonna put it power ranking for most excited to least excited to come back to. I'm gonna put this as my most excited to come back to, then at this hour, and then least excited to come to back to the mass riot. Unless I have a too juicy, or was it the other beer that you said uh, it reminded you Fiddlehead. of, John? Fiddlehead. To, uh, the to juicier a back version to back, of Fiddlehead. Back-to-back comparison of. Maybe for the next episode, if I remember, that's what I could do. I mean, you remember Don't to do, do the uh, Prison City stuff this month. So probably will. This week, not this month. Yeah. <laughs> so, too juicy, Fiddlehead. I can pick up those two, those four packs pretty easy. They're available. So everybody else had their beer. So let's get into the main hello, topic. Hello. You couldn't hear this, but listener, just so you know, Paul was about to throw it over to John and then was like threw his hands up like, eh, everyone talked about their beer. <laughs> <laughs> so caught off guard by it. I was, I'm the last <laughs> one. Physical response. He's like, "It was me. I'm the last one." Jumped into the main topic. I set it up at the beginning. It's time for our Halloween die-in because it sounds like Halloween tie-in because Halloween is this week as you listen to this episode. Uh, but it's our maybe favorite uh, horror or monster universes that you would want to live in. Not necessarily monster universe that you think you could survive because we're probably gonna survive in any of these but you know just just a universe that on the outside you think it would be cool to exist in it i did tell kate what we were talking about because she was asking hey is it halloween themed i'm like she said halloween town no no she said right off the bat she went with uh sabrina because she loved the vibes, like the the aesthetic of Sabrina. Oh, the like the Netflix. The Netflix like, one. Okay, yeah. the creepy one. Okay. The, yeah. When you said that, I thought you meant like TGIF Sabrina. And I'm no. Like, okay. No, no, no. She was very particular to be like, no, not the TGIF one. Because in the TGIF one, you wouldn't even realize because everything is so far removed from yeah. like the spookiness. And that's where I go because I'm a scaredy cat. But yeah, Kate was very excited about this uh, whole topic. She kept them coming up with more and more answers. And I'm like, yeah, those are great, but I would die. So let's just kick Paul off the episode. Uh, We can bring Kate in. in. Oh, sorry. She's uh, doing cocaine in the back. Can't come on. (laughs) No, she's kicked the cocaine. She's doing pepper. It was a gradual work down. Cocaine, crushed red pepper. Now she's just on the black pepper. 
Cause this is sneeze a lot, but hey, Ooh, red pepper would be tough because you get like the big, like the big flakes, the flakes, the and they flakes. get caught like in the back of your sinus. Ugh. Uh, so I, I put red That's where pepper she had on the coughing fit for a while, you know. And sometimes like you get like like a big chunk of it like stuck in like your gum or like in the back of your throat, like with like the popcorn hole. It's hell. Luckily, not one of my picks though. But John, what about you? Because you're the horror guy. Uh, yeah, so I thought about a lot of this, and I was like, oh, you could say, like, you could do the cop-out answer, and this is great that Paul's walking away, because I'm going to say, like, the cop-out answer that's like, uh, Friday the 13th, because I'm never going to go to, I'm never going to go to a camp, uh, Crystal Lake, or, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't live on Elm Street, I'm okay. Um, but I thought of horror worlds that would be good to be in, and just casually be able to survive it. Um, so my first one is from the 1990 movie Spaced Invaders, where the Martians... I've never seen this. I'm, how, oh, we, how is this something that we did not watch that summer we rented like every horror we, movie at Blockbuster? We have, we have watched it. Have, I it, do not remember this. What is it? So it's a bunch of bumbling Martians, live action, bumbling Martians, they crash land uh, in a small Illinois town the same day that uh, they're replaying Orson Welles' um, War of the World audio program. Little kids are going trick-or-treating. They run into these alien Martians, and they try to then get them back to, to space. Uh, when they leave, though, and they fly away... They leave some of their technology behind, but they also drop their uh, to fly. They drop their um, toilet system that lands on uh, that lands on these farms that then grow these giant vegetables. And why wouldn't I want to live in a world where we can recreate that and nobody's going to go hungry? It's going to be a, li- a great world we live in. Everyone will be fed. Much like how John doesn't want to live in a world with hunger, I'm deathly afraid of all horror movies. I'm just, John, giant vegetables means giant tomatoes. You don't like tomatoes. Uh, but think well, about all the pizza pies we can make. He didn't, he what didn't pick Attack the, the Killer Tomatoes, so. What if all the giant tomatoes were being harvested on Jesus Ranch, though? Oh. I'm trying to think of a lyric from that. Something about a mushroom. I was looking uh, for the clip of that on YouTube and I could not find it because I really wanted to hear that song because it's not on Spotify. And I was like, I just want to hear Jesus Ranch. Oh, and talking about ranch. You know what? I The reason that the Bills lost is because we did the Buffalo Pepsi and John had ranch in his Buffalo Pepsi. Oh, boy. I'm going to do it every week now, Paul. Every week, I'm going to put ranch in Cursing them. Cursing them. Cursing the bills. It's all on you. It's all on you, John. You know what else I do? Because I give no shits about the Buffalo Bills. I wear a fucking Josh Allen jersey every week to work on Saturday. (laughs) Take that. There's no love behind it. I just get to wear a jersey instead of my uniform. So you just do it. But, Paul, you don't like the horror movies. I don't. So, 
if I'm going to live in any monster horror movie, comic, TV, movie universe, I'm going with the monster. Paul baby. didn't know what we were talking about for the episode again, and uh, he was just looking through our show notes to be like, what's the main topic after I just introduced it? Yep. I'm going with the monsters. That's right. I'll live on 1314 uh, Mockingbird Lane. Nothing bad is going to happen. I'm going to have some kooky neighbors, but guess what? They keep to themselves. I keep yeah, to myself. They're fun. They're great. They have a monster underneath the stairs. Cool. He guess stays I'm not up going. the stairs, though. He's not going out. <laughs> He's not going out. It's fine. Um, they have an attractive niece that they think is weird. Whatever. That's Oh, good, Maryland? Good for them. Oh, Maryland's got it going on. Uh, we talked about this semi-recently. It was probably, like, within the last year of shows. Uh, I was born after the Munsters Adams Family line was drawn in the sand. But watching, like, reruns on, like, TNT, TBS, whatever it was, mm-hmm. like, that Saturday mornings, I made my choice, and my choice was the Munsters, and I still stand by that. Nothing against the Adams Family. Mm-hmm. I love me some Adams Family. I love me some no, listen, I would the prefer to watch. I would prefer to watch the Munsters as a TV show over the Adams Family, but I 100% would rather watch the Adams Family movies. I would agree. Yeah. The Munster yeah. movies. The reason why I didn't pick to live in the world of the Adams family is because if you watch the Adams family show, basically every episode is them inviting one of their neighbors over. And then that neighbor being like terrorized throughout the whole episode and then not understanding it. And the neighbor having so much politeness, not to like say, hey guys, I'm being tortured right now. I'm gonna just get up and go. It was a different time. And the thing is, you say it's a different time, Chris, but I would live through it. Because <laughs> I would feel the same kind of shame and plight and, and like need to not be rude to the Adams fam, to the Adams, to Gomez. He's Cosmic he's strapping gentleman. This dy- he's lighting up a stick of dynamite in my mouth because this is this is what he does. What am I going to say to the guy? He's being polite. I can't be impolite and be like, oh, no, thank you. So that's why I went with the Munsters over the Adams family, just because the Munsters Herman seem to have Herman Munster would never. Yeah, no, but Herman Munster would accidentally <laughs> like crush crush you. Uh, accidentally accidentally yeah, you'd get accidentally. crushed and he'd walk past uh, and be like sorry and you'd be like no we, problem <laughs> we went to i mean obviously if you listen to our sister show parks and rec we go to universal and disney a lot at the universal studios legacy store right now they had like a monsters go home poster for sale and i was like I could put that on the wall somewhere. <laughs> but I was like, no, I need to be fiscally responsible. I'm an adult. But I'm still thinking, guys, I have enough wall space. 
could put a monster go home. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my wall. It could go right there. As I'm, I'm looking at all the wall space thing. between all three of us right now, and John has the most wall space. Oh, John definitely has oh, the most. This is a cement wall. You can't hang anything on there. Uh, command strips, man. Command strips. Command strips. Everything I have hanging on my walls, command strips, baby. We are not sponsored by 3M, but. Hey. It's a Minnesota that. manufacturing. What is what's Mavens. It, it? What does 3M stands for three things, and I'm pretty sure Minnesota is one of them, and manufacturing is one of them. I'm going to look that up. Well, lived in them. My favorite element, because it's fun to say. Um, no, so Monsters is, is great. No, I'm slow clap. Oh, Monsters. Mining. It's Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company. Mm. That's what the three M. Mining doesn't help stick things to my wall without damage to the paint. So you know what? John just put on a Borlas Karloff the Mummy vest. I don't sneak peek as next pick. I don't know because guys, hey, the Mummy is one of the creatures you get to uh, face off against in Horrified from Rise of Ravensburger. I don't doubt it. Also, but, makers of uh, Lorcana and Villainous. Truth. I'm just writing down my pick because, guys, I have never aged out of the late 90s, early 2000s. So I am instantly drawn to anything that takes place during that time frame. And one of my favorite horror franchises from that time is the much maligned, but then often lauded TV show. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because guys, I think if I was living in Sunnydale, I'd be fine. Because I'd go to school, stay in my lane, because didn't talk to anybody in high school besides John and our like circle of nerd friends. Those nerds survived. In some episodes of Buffy, those nerds were actually thriving. Uh, go home, do nothing. I would love I, to live in Buffy because there's the Would you ever go to the bronze? I would not. <laughs> the well, closest, thing, that, so confusing the closest to thing that we would do was after we graduated, we would go to like spot coffee on Elmwood. Yeah. And John would lock his keys in his it's car fair. with the dome light on and the engine running. And he would have to call his mom to come with a spare set. And then girls would make fun of us on the street. Yeah, people would walk by. Would you lock the keys in there? Like, yes, with the dome light on. I did that a lot. Yeah. The warp, warp tour. Yeah, that, oh, it happened at Warp Tour, too. That's right. Uh, Delaware Park. No, LaSalle Park. But I think, yeah, no, I think Sunnydale, Sunnydale is a place that I could live. Because, yeah, a lot of weird things happen. A lot of bad stuff happens. But it would happen to people that aren't me because I'm a homebody. I wouldn't be out after the sun goes down. I'm too busy playing video games, hanging out with my cats, drinking craft beers with my friends. I would I would thrive in Sunnydale, guys. Because something weird happens to be like, ooh, glad it wasn't me. Glad it wasn't me. And then there you were have so many episodes. Uh, we'd walk Not in that there I'd and watch. we'd be like, where is everybody? <laughs> but you know what? The, you're going to school at Sunnydale. There's the off chance that Buffy would say something to you, and they'd be like, Ooh. "You're dead." She no. We're, we're you would be like, "Oh, she acknowledged me." Nope. Very next scene, you were dead. Also, Kate watches. Cookies. 
Nice. Nice. Oh. They're already done? Yeah. That's amazing. Those are uh, really tiny. Paul. Yeah, they're, they're super tiny. And also, like, they're ready to go. Like, you could just eat the dough, which Yanni just is like, maybe I should just eat the dough. <laughs> sure. Uh, but Kate watches both of the Vampire Slayer as she's getting ready in the morning. So I hear a lot of the episodes. And a lot of the episodes You're missing start. out by not watching the episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a great show. Uh, a lot of the episodes start with Buffy running into somebody saying hi. And then, like, when Kate gets out of the shower and she's holding her phone, that character that Buffy said hi to is dead. And everybody else is like, oh, not Is she Chris. watching Buffy he the Vampire old. Slayer on her phone in the shower? It, it's, like, on the the vanity in the bathroom. So she's listening to it. Yeah, listening to okay. it. She gets out. She's we don't take she's long. She's missing showers. the best no, part of no, the no, show. No. So she she puts on Buffy. Mm-hmm. She gets in the shower, washes her bits. Yep. Gets out. Gets out. Does the fun book. I lived the exact same life when I was 13 <laughs> watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Kate and I have a lot in common. Especially the key bumps of cocaine. Uh yeah, so, and by the time she gets out of the shower, whoever the person that Buffy said hi to is dead. And everybody else is like, oh, not them. Oh, well, there's this creepy guy with a puppet. But see, that that person <laughs> was also, like, the random character that was like, oh, I'm upset at my parents. I'm going to read this spell that unlocks a demon that sets all of my, my dreams come true. No, I'm not that person. I'm the guy that's in his homeroom, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Kid was weird. He deserved it. All right, Paul, you're... Thriving, Paul. Paul, you're number two. Sorry, before we move on to you, was Buffy one of Kate's picks? uh, Kate didn't say Buffy right off the bat, so no. If you go to Kate after we finish and you say, hey, Buffy, would she be like, oh, man. Kate! Hey, what do you live in, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? He's giving a face. What kind of face? Recording. He lived That's, through it. She went to sucks. high school. So, she, no. Not necessarily. Not one no. of her picks. No. She doesn't love the vibe. Wow, the vibe is straight vibe. 90s. It's a fantastic vibe. What were your choices again? We said, yep. Sabrina. I talked about Sabrina already. Practical magic? Yes, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Practical, Practical magic. magic. Yep, it's on my list. <laughs> I knew it. I'm just waiting for him to say chud. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not chud. <laughs> chud was fun, though. No, not I just say chud and Oh, not. He never got into Charmed. But you, Paul. Yeah. 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 So she hasn't gotten into Charmed yet. <laughs> yet. So my pick, since Kate already mentioned it, Practical Magic. Uh, That's a good East Coast vibe. Just hanging out. <laughs> Nothing you. bad happens to you. Fuck you. Paul just wants to live in New England. You get some uh, soft shell crab. Maybe there's some uh, ladies yeah. down the road doing the magic. It doesn't matter. You know, ladies are doing the magic. Go the Pats. Road. I don't need to go there. 
they're all hanging out. I will never say go Pats or the ball. You just did. Paul, you, just you, did. Live, Paul, you live in the practical magic world. You are saying, hey, go Pats. Nope. Okay. That is a... You're living in a East Coast vibe. New England? Okay. Manhattan? No, I send it back. Go Pats. <laughs> that, that is a nightmare scenario. That is very Halloween. So I'm okay with that happening because you know what? Still live. Paul, Paul walks alive. into his, his corner restaurant. He pops his color. He's like, hey, you got clam chowder? Rich and creamy? I think it's dreamy. That's all he does. He eats that New England clam chowder. When I was, so, in, when I was in Boston, I got a thing of uh, clam chowder. Still don't like it. Don't like it. I don't mm-hmm. like clam chowder. But maybe if I lived in that world of practical magic, suddenly they could put a spell on it. So bad. Maybe. Uh, As much as you like talking about this movie, I still haven't seen it. You really should. I don't. Nicole Kidman, Sandra Bullock. Uh, There's a guy that Sandra Bullock falls in love with, which I'm like, that guy's better looking and seems cooler than the guy that she then ends up with by the end. So God. Paul, living in the practical magic universe, he wants to be that guy. Yeah. He was just out there making deliveries. Man. Hey, these foxes are doing magic. I think it's pretty practical. I'm going to live you. Go Pats. It's a lot of fun. I really want you guys to. I will never. I, if I didn't see it when it came out in like 1994. <laughs> Probably not going to see it now. I'm more likely to watch Charmed in preparation for our upcoming Charmed podcast that we will do at some point. Because How think many it's movies funny. have I watched because you guys have recommended them? Versus how many movies have I mean, you watched? I mean, a lot. Yeah, also here's, the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, Paul. The rest of the world was recommending those movies? The Tenant? The Tenet, you, listen, The Tenet also, was voted, like, number two best horror movie. Human you Centipede? Oh, Human Centipede's Centipede. great. So you missed out on not watching it with Chris and I, because we laughed the whole time through that movie. We made so many jokes. So I recommend one movie. I'm not going to watch Magical Magic. Ever. I get enough Nicole Kidman the like one time every like two months I go to the movies and see her like talk about AMC theaters. So I no longer feel any guilt about not watching any of the movies you guys have recommended me. I'm more likely to watch the movies anyways. It's more frustrating to make you watch it and you'd be like, ah, that movie sucked. Okay, I don't like it. You know what I don't like about it? This one weird obscure thing. That guy ordered a blueberry muffin. Nobody orders a blueberry muffin. Hated the movie. And you're like, what? That makes no sense. Well, the muffin didn't have the crumble on top. Gotta have that crumble. Who's John? Next? John, what's your number two? My number two, uh, one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Monster uh, Squad. No, <laughs> but it's close. Uh it is House 2, the second story. Uh, 
why wouldn't I want to live in a fun world where there are magic skulls that open portals to other worlds where you can be a hero and fight evil, fight a decaying, weathered cowboy with crazy red hair and red mustache, have a pet worm dog and pet uh, pterodactyl? And go live in the old west? Come on. A world like that could be a lot of fun. Uh, John, can I bring up Ace Electricians? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the I don't know like if it was posited as a comic book that you wanted to write or were writing. Yeah. Where it was you and me as yeah. uh, apprentices. It was, it was, yeah, apprentices to, uh, to Bill. To the there. Yeah, the Bill the Electrician. Uh, I have not watched this movie since the last time I watched it with you. Um, but yeah, Bill the Electrician, who's also a Master Swordsman. Uh, adventurer. He's got a card. Electrician slash Adventurer. Uh, where we adopted pseudonyms, like our hero names. Yeah. Uh, you were Jupiter Knight 3000? Jupiter, ju- just Jupiter Knight. <laughs> no, wasn't 3000 in there? No. Oh, I thought... It was thought Andre. Like, He's a rapper. I thought that was like your AOL screen name for some reason, because that's how back, how far back our friendship goes. Uh, so Jupiter Knight, and then I was uh, son of Goliath. Son of Goliath, yeah. Because loved me some gargoyles as a teenager. Um, <laughs> such a weird, random movie. But then I also like that it pulled on that uh, Cheers thread because it had. John Rassenberger when yeah. House One had George Winton. Yeah. I <laughs> thought about these movies in forever. Um, mm, looks like you boys got a gateway to a parallel universe here. Uh, okay, so you're living in the House Two. Universe. I just want to, yeah, a universe. You want to live in the house. Oh, I would love, I mean, that's a beautiful house. It's huge. Get my, you know, uh, no, I want to live in a world where there is magic. There is some magic. Like Paul. Would Paul would want to live in a world that's magic. magic. <laughs> there are, like, magic crystal skulls. There's got to be other magic things out there. So uh, it's kind of fun. But also, nobody talks about House 2, and, and it's amazing. I love it. House uh, a I, lot of fun. When, completely different from House 4. House oh, Yes, I don't want to live in that world. That world's scary. Uh, but I like Jesse, the main character in this, I made as a, a character. When I DM'd, he was a character that helped the other people out. And he still fought his, uh, he still fought the um, the bad guy in it. They were they were tethered together with their, their souls. Mm. It was funny. It was fun. Paul, you remember that? Remember Jesse, the gunslinger, who yep. helped you guys? Yeah. He's from House 2. I, I remember watching House 2 with you, so I did see that one. Still did not see a Space Invader, so. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You did. I don't you remember hate- it either. Because <laughs> you hated it, and I was like, eh, fuck this guy. He made fun because the kid dressed up as... He's dressed up as a duck in it, and he kept lisping, and then you kept making fun of his lisp. And then, like, years later, we found out that you had a lisp, and you just were really dunking on that kid. 
But you didn't have a list. You had a slight stutter. I had a slight stutter. Don't remember any of that. Remember what his wife told us? She was like, oh, Paul had a list. No, I remember that conversation, but I don't remember the movie at all. You know what I have other friends. You probably watched it with some other friends. No, this seems like a thing you would watch with. Yeah, it seems like a thing I would watch with you guys. Uh, You know what? I remember, because I've been so engaged with it for the past week while I was off from work, but then also the past, like, 20 years, because it's been consistently one of my favorite video game franchises, is Diablo. And this is one of the things I said up at the front of the show, introducing the main topic. Horror monster universe you would want to live in not necessarily survive because I would not survive in the Diablo universe. No, you just get, I mean, if you had a farm, you'd be destroyed by the goat men. It does not matter who you are in Diablo. You're pretty much dead already. And that's one of my favorite things about Diablo four is like, you see the blue question mark and you're like, Oh, I need you to go find my child. They're out there in the wilderness somewhere. And you go out there and you find you find the kid. Hooray, mission accomplished. No, because it turns out the kid that you're looking for is like, it hurts. Ugh. And then they explode into like a pile of locusts. And then you need to kill the locusts. And then you go back and then like you turn in the mission. The parents like, oh, they deserved better. Um, these are dark times we live in. And then they walk away from you. And it's like quest completed. And you get like your experience and like your knife that you're never going to use. So you turn it in. And your cachet is, full of uh, morning glories. Yeah, you get like, ah, uh, here's three leaves. This Wait, are you telling terrible... me Deckard King dies? Oh, yeah, he does. D- Diablo 3. Diablo like 3, he's two. dead. Oh, Diablo 3 is great. I love all of the Diablo games. Uh, I can... Diablo 3, I own on, I I own own it. on uh, my I Xbox play. 360 and on my PlayStation. I own Diablo 3 multiple times over because it's a game that I just keep buying because I'm like, yeah, I love this. I'm going to play it. Same thing, Diablo 2. Like, I I could do a let's play with Diablo 2 right now because love it. What, the if King we ever rap. do, like, a... Hmm? Decker King rap. Remember that? Yeah, I do because that was like a Easter egg that they had in the, mm-hmm. the actual uh, Diablo 2 game for, like, April Fool's Day, like, in two. 2000. Uh, love Diablo. Love the universe. Being in it would be absolutely terrible. <laughs> but at least, like, you could be like, eh, fucking Lords of Hell, like, what are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> the evil is definable. <laughs> and when it happens, you're like, yeah, couldn't get away from Hey, I had some really good years. Uh, but then that, like, uh, a woman out in the woods tri- tricked me into leaving my wife, and now I'm tied to a tree, and my yeah, intros are hanging out. Or it's like, uh, oh, that I, up, that's like the perfect. Like you, you have to go out of this quest, and it's like well, my husband's missing, and it's like, oh, he fell in with a succubus, and he's tied to a tree, and you find him, he's like, hurt me more, and then he dies, and you kill the demon. Kill the demon. Then the wife's like, "I'm not paying you. Take that, take the knife out of his chest." Get the, the dagger. 
That's Diablo uh, 3 because I didn't. I have no, played that's that. Diablo 4. That's Diablo 4. It's, <laughs> this it's happened with the past year. I I love this universe. And it's one of those things like when I kind of fall into the rabbit hole and I'm. Because I feel like, oh, I, I get the story. I know what happens in it. And then you're like, oh, there's a. I don't have the channel available. But I'll get YouTube recommendations where someone like doing deep dives into it. It's like, oh, this quest takes you into this zone. What's that? And like, oh, holy shit, the Zach room were up to more than I knew. I'm so into it. I think it's so cool. I love everything about it. Um, It's a terrible universe to live in. I know that. But you know what? I've probably spent more time in the Diablo universe playing games than any other game universe I've ever been in, and that's including World of Warcraft, which I uh, can I was say my say border Borderlands. Uh, Borderlands is probably my number three, because I've played a lot of Borderlands, but I think because I didn't get Borderlands into... Borderlands is very recent, though, too. It, it's more recent. I've played a lot of it, but Diablo, I've been playing consistently since the first game came out. Borderlands, I didn't play it until you were like, oh, like let's check this out. World of Warcraft, I didn't get into until, well, I I started playing in Cataclysm, fell off, started again in Mists, fell off. I didn't get into it, into it until Legion. So like 2016, 2017, where I've been playing it like consistently. Hey, Johnny's a hat boy. I just noticed everyone else has got backward hats on. You had you had a fez on for like 30 seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. Took my fez off. It kind of looks like I'm still wearing a fez. I just love Chris's like whole like, what are you gonna do? Dark. Hey, but that's the thing. Like that's the, the Lord's only universe death. I think when you're like, it's so it's, prevalent in the universe and everybody knows because it's not like it's a secret. Like mm-hmm. to throw it back to like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it was like, oh, there's vampires, there's demons, but people don't pay attention to that point. Like Diablo is like everyone's like f. What it it happens? Oh, harpies took away your kid. Uh, you sh- you should have let him outside. Like that's just that's just the universe. Chris is like the the beat down millennial. That's like you did that in this economy. <laughs> you let your kid outside in this economy. <sighs> when uh, the who? dark lords ro- roaming the countryside. Chris, why don't you do your do your your number one for your yeah. Your, th- your third pick there. All right. Well, my number one, I feel like I'm uh, stealing this away from you because I think you're a bigger fan of it than me, John. Obviously, because Paul, Paul doesn't like horror movies. Um, oh. I think the Evil Dead Army of Darkness universe because same as Buffy, like, if you're not doing something, it's not going to affect you. And it's like a shadow war that's going on in the... Like, yeah, it could totally p- possess you. I'm, I'm not going to cabins. I'm not I'm not going out of state to, like, the woods anywhere. So, yeah, that was going to be my question then. Which timeline? But uh, Would you thing, be like, back in... T- would you want to live in the, like, Dark Ages time where he goes back to? Because he said Army of Darkness... Well, or would you want to live in the that, and then it, it dips it dips in and it dips out of that time because Ash is there to set things right. <clears throat> or but, did you want to be 
in the future when he slept too far. Oh, definitely Because that's that. a great, that seems like a good timeline. I, I will say, like. I mean, Uncle Ben I, is next to the Eiffel Tower in one <laughs> catastrophic spot. It happens. You want to go sightseeing? That's the site. Like, like, um, I didn't watch it as it was airing, but all of Ash versus the Evil Dead is on Hulu now. And I watched, well, Yanni had never seen it, so we watched the first episode because it was available, like, last month. And then, like, after she, yes. You said she'd never seen it. You're talking about the show. I've never seen the show. But had she seen Evil Dead 2? Yes, because I did both. Because I did my boyfriend duties and I showed her Evil Dead 2 because it leads into Army of Darkness. And she doesn't like scary. She likes spooky. Mm -hmm. Evil Dead 2 has a little bit more sense of fun. There's some brevity to it, uh, which leads into Army of Darkness, which is just all fun. It's camp. It's it's super campy. Uh, but then, because she had actually gone through the Evil Dead house, which was themed off of Ash vs. Evil Dead at Halloween Horror Nights, like, mm-hmm. ten years ago. And I was like, oh, well, you never saw it. Like, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so, watch that. And then, like, a couple nights ago, I was like, well, this is available. I'm going to I'm gonna watch it. And I watched, like, the next two episodes. And I'm like, this, this is so much fun. Like... You might not know what's happening, but if you're someone that's in it and you're partnered with Ash, maybe not in those first two movies. But after that, like, if you're in with him, it's all groovy, baby. But what if you were beautiful and you got real ugly, baby? I ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> True. John. Well, should I go? Or yeah, should you go. go? You should go. All right. I'm going to pick... Right now, Hocus Pocus. Because I lived it, baby. I just got back <laughs> from Salem a couple months ago. I Last lived month. Uh, fighting witches uh, already. I went to... Survived. A, no, uh, Hocus Pocus. Like, uh, I just went to Salem. I did the whole tour. I went to the some of the filming sites. So I lived it. I did it. I took pictures of Dan and uh, Danny's house. Uh, Max and Danny's house. I saw where... Uh, Thackeray Binks was at the uh, Pilgrim Village in Salem. I Some went guy to the stole town your hall. shoes. No, but there was a homeless guy totally doing a sink bath in the bathroom. Very weird. That I the was trying museum. to use. And I'm like, you know what? Live and let live, baby. Live and let live. So, yeah, Hocus Pocus is my pick because I just lived it. I just got back from Salem. Took a bunch of t- pictures, saw all the sites, saw the uh, high school, saw the town hall, saw Dan and Maxie's house. Did it. I lived it. So, yeah. I mean, the focus. sun came up and you're still here, so. I'm still here. Black flame candle. You lit it. Mm-hmm. Lit it. Extinguished it. Saw the sunrise. <laughs> no, it's a um, real fun trip. If you... I really do believe that if you're a big fan of, like, which, you know, mythology, like, and you you have a big, like, you have a big fan of Hocus, or a big Hocus Pocus fandom, 
I think Salem is worth the trip. It is a tourist trap. Just know that going in. And just, like, lean into it and enjoy it. Go to the pier. The pier has a bunch of little shops and also some good restaurants. Some good live music goes on there um, during the summer and stuff. And I think you could really have a good time. And that's not as tourist trappy. Still a little tourist trappy, but it's still a good time. Um, yeah, I think Salem's a, a a fun weekend getaway. I don't so, think Paul, you could spend a whole week. When when you're there seeing that live music, at any point, are they all dressed as skeletons? That's my, And then I, they start I, singing, I, I put a spell on you, and then a witch if, comes out? If that's... Because it makes sense off, why you loved it. Because, Paul, you might have been hexed. I might have been hexed. That, those costumes that those guys wear is, like, what I want for a Halloween costume. Like, the suit coat, the skeleton shirt, like, top the hat. face paint, the top hat with the cobweb on it. That's what I want for a Halloween costume. That would be my Ron Swanson, this is my Halloween costume. <laughs> and just wear it every year. It's, Paul, that's obtainable. That's like, cool. you could do that. Yeah, but I can't do it. There's understanding I it. I couldn't do it every year. And then there's executing it. And I can't execute that. Mm. Well, your wife's an artist. She could paint your face to look like a skeleton. Yeah. yeah. But it's you also could... making the clothes. Go thrifting. Go to Savers. Like, just find the pieces you need. <clears throat> you find well, a... I believe in you. You can do it. Thank you. You can do it. Do I have to do it out of spite and just do it myself? <laughs> do it every year? Take a picture uh, so of myself every year and send it to you? I I love Hocus Pocus. It's on my Halloween playlist. Mm. Like It's a movie I have to watch every year. What are your thoughts on Hocus Pocus 2? I've been to that Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot I've tell you what done. Walgreens that is because it looks like everyone Walgreens. There's... A, if you go to There's Salem, only one. Do they have a display of Roombas? Is my question. Is if I not. I see a display there. But Kate and I both agree. Because if you go to Salem, the original like site of the like hangings of the of the 13 people that were tried and killed uh the where that site is, there's a Walgreens on the corner. Like, you walk down, and then you walk, like, 20 feet, 30 feet, and that's where the they have a little memorial. And they're like, this is the site where there was a tree. Tree is, of course, gone now, where they did the hangings. And there's a Walgreens on the corner. So Kate and I say, hey, that's the Walgreens that they go to, or the CBS or whatever, you know, in the Hocus Pocus too. So we've been there. We've done it. Sounds like you're winning a... We, we did not eat... Focus. Like, we did not eat retinol cream, though, while we were there. Keeps you young. It does keep you young. I had a lot of fun when I went to Salem. Yeah. I've but never I also, been. It's on my I also, list. I went... Um, my mother, my sister, and my brother-in-law. And my brother-in-law and I uh, just drank through mm-hmm. uh, Salem. And at one point... Like a shop owner came out and yelled at us because I was I picked up a sign and hit Randy with it. Mm-hmm. And then my 
my mother and my sister came up and they're like, oh, what's going on? We're sorry. And he goes, oh, the little one hit the big one with a sign. <laughs> I'm going to say Imperium 32. Great shot. Very cool. Is that where you got uh, the pins? That's where I got the pins. Yeah. Okay. I st- still haven't gotten them. I had them in right over there. Right there. Over there. It's still pretty Off good. screen. Uh, but the world I want to live in. The Hellboy world. Hmm. You know what? imposing dooms coming down i've been saved a thousand times that i didn't even know it okay it's raining frogs today but a lot of cool magic stuff in this world i could find something cool rogers there frankenstein all these things they, they all existed and uh kind of cool it's a good How do you know you're not living in that world uh i think i would have seen something cool it would have been on the news, like. No, like, but all of a sudden like a you see a man appears and, on the street, like yeah. that, that would be on the news. Uh, also, it's just like, oh, the sky's been purple for three days. What's up with that? This eclipse is really taking a long time. John <laughs> rubbing you... it in that he can tell the sky is purple. Ugh. Jerk. When you guys trying to go to work and like. <laughs> Rasputin was there, just like not letting you go. Yeah, how do you call in for that? Uh, yeah, some guy with a beard and he's got like blue flames coming out of his hands. That's he's really directing big knife. He's directing traffic and cars are crashing. I'm not coming in. This is I'm just gonna go home. And have you seen the skies purple? He sent me a uh, a uh, Instagram like reel. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. Don't want to be at work today? That's cool. Just shit your pants. <laughs> what are they going to do? You shit your pants. Go. <laughs> Enjoy your day off. Clean Plague up of because frogs, you shit your pants. Shit your pants. <laughs> Choice is yours, listener. <laughs> or whatever. It, it cracks me up. It cracks her up. It's really funny. Uh, my question is that is like, are you just telling someone or are you trying to like prove it? <laughs> no, um, no. If you shit your pants, everybody knows because you can see it. You can smell it. You can smell it. I don't know. You know, you know what I don't send people reels about shitting their pants. I send them reels about Roddy Roddy Piper telling you to be safe <laughs> on Halloween. It's it's very good, very to the point, but then also very Roddy, weird. Roddy Piper yelled at you. <laughs> I mean, I would have listened at the time. I, hey, everything he was Take saying. Your candy, you give it to your parents. They gotta check it first. Gotta check it. Do not go into people's houses. Now watch this documentary. It's called They Live. Uh, Any, all right, honorable uh, mentions. Anything else you guys think would be like cool or fun before you wrap it up? I, like I already mentioned Adam's families because you know, obviously, because I mentioned monsters, zombies from Disney 
Disney Channel. Oh, that would have been movie. my number two. If Kate didn't pick um, Halloween Town, it probably would have been Zombies. Kate Kate said she she doesn't love the aesthetics. I still haven't watched it, so I cannot comment. But it's a lot of fun. Definitely, Chris, honestly, do it for me. It's been two years. I've just, been watching two years, three movies. Like, I, I've never just watch that. the first one. Just watch the first one. And I'll, see if I'll you can watch. resist watching the second and third. Just watch the first one. Uh, Disney, I do love a decom, so I'll, I'll probably get into it. Uh, Disney's uh, Mr. Boogity. Because uh, you can oh just my va- god, you can just vacuum up ghosts. So you know, talked about that years cool. ago with uh, I don't remember what you called her, but Laura. Yeah, she looked like Gollum. Yeah. Yeah. And Pride of Burgundy, which is the right. sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's another? I just had another one in my head, which uh oh, the the Saturday the fourteenth, which are like spoofs on um horror movies. They're fun. Never Casper, because maybe because oh, I was the Casper same age, did. maybe I could have gotten with Christina Ricci. You would have had to die. Oh, you're still you're still the same age. Yeah, but back then I had a better chance. I was more handsome back then. Mm. <laughs> I like Chris is like that's mm. how I, I think you're more distinguished these Paul, days. My my mm, isn't a slight against you. Uh, mm, you still probably got a chance. <laughs> Thank um, you, Chris. I really appreciate that. Welcome. <laughs> you, you can pull that. Um, <laughs> Especially when she had that pig nose, Paul. Penelope. <laughs> you guys know the story. Kate and I oh. called the old office Penelope. Because. I don't know what that means. Those were just words in a, in a line. It wasn't the old office that I used to have to like I would have to constantly go into to work at because I was the facilities manager. It was part of it was part of the podcast at one point. Yeah. Where. uh, You know, the place that you used to work. Yeah. Yeah. I I never heard it referred to as Penelope. the building. We would refer to it as Penelope, Kate and I, because it was like something that I would constantly have to just leave in the middle of the night of and go to see. So it seemed like I was cheating on Kate. Oh, you're having an affair. As with Christina Ricci in Penelope. Because even with the pig nose. It's like. She's still Christina. Forehead this big. Uh, I kind of said it out the beginning. John, you didn't pull out a thread and I thought you would have. Monster Squad. It would be cool to live in a universe where you're just like. Oh, shit. Monsters are real. We've been preparing for this our whole lives. That that would have been cool. Like. The one thing that you're good at and nobody else knows or recognizes it. It's a lot like doing a comic book podcast. (laughs) Shaun of the Dead, also in that vein. Yeah. Also one of my favorite movies. Um, I don't know if I have anything else. That might be it. I've never... I've never seen Dracula Untold or whatever that was. Oh, the beginning of the Dark Universe. Yeah, the Dark Universe. Yeah. And the, also the other mummy. But the other mummy. And I think the Benicio del Toro mummy was like supposed to be part of that, too. Was that, that, that it, ever come out? No. Okay. 
And, no, that uh, came out. That was a movie. I don't know if it's Benicio del Toro Wolfman movie, and oh, that came did out. Did I say Mummy? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The, were- yeah, Wolf- the Wolf- yeah. Wolfman movie came out years before The Dark mm. Universe. Okay. Maybe maybe that wasn't. All I know, be. Guillermo del Toro's got. He's doing Frankenstein. It's not part of the Dark Universe, but he's doing a Frankenstein. Well, movie. Dark Universe. Is dead. But the 1990s Brendan Fraser led The Mummy. Oh. Everybody was attracted to that one movie perfection you will not find a better movie i did not know who i would be in that movie but that movie is great i would be benny <laughs> you got the okay. horses oh but you're on the wrong side of the river you're on the wrong side of the river I, i'm okay with that <laughs> he, he no. it. <laughs> i don't think i would ever be that greedy to be like i gotta go back in for no i'm leaving I'm just gone. I do well, not care. Well, the person is like, uh, I'm not a horror movie fan. I got nothing. <laughs> you, you'd be a Benny. <laughs> I'd be a Benny, but also not a Benny that goes back to be like, I'm going to grab one more bag of treasure. <laughs> I mean, you got treasure. I mean, Paul would walk out there with one bag and be like, I'm investing this. I'm good. <laughs> good. See you guys later. I got my camel. I I got my uh, slush funds. I'm good. I'm going to go watch uh, Practical Magic. (laughs) I'm Benny. I promised these Americans I would take them to the the city. I got paid. Have fun, Americans. I'm out. I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be around. I wouldn't be around. Uh, Oh, what's his name? Uh... What's his name from what? Where, the where mummy. Are you from the mummy. I'm I'm pulling it up right now because I'm blanking on the guy's name. Jonathan. Yes. Evelyn's older brother. Mm-hmm. Paul. Yeah, Jonathan. Schweitzer. Yeah. That that would be me. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Can't deny it. Uh, the well, treat will the treat Williams Deep Rising movies. There's monsters out there. He lives though. He yeah. lives well. Escapes <laughs> on the surfboard and goes to the the island with the dinosaurs. I wish we had gotten a sequel to that movie, but we never did. Listeners, Listener. hey, <laughs> <laughs> if you were going to uh live in a horror movie slash whatever we picked yeah, universe, um, universe? Uh, yeah. where would you live in let us know bagnaborecast at gmail.com uh, if you like the horror movie stuff uh, definitely listen to Parks and Rec our sister podcast because let me tell you just, they just uh, had an episode where they went through some of the six of the different uh Halloween Horror Nights with the lights on, which is the only way I would experience them over that Halloween Horror Nights over at Universal Studios. And, uh, and if you like the brief talk about Paul smoking a turkey mid-show, <laughs> follow the Brother Podcast. Uh, same, feet, in, same feet. Same feet. <laughs> they already hear it. They get it. But listen to those episodes. Yeah. They're the BBQ boys. The BBQ boys.